Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome to Thursday, a week before Thanksgiving. Sue Thomas is back, and she just walks into the studio and lays the dagger into my heart wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> hoodie or whatever that is. It's not a hoodie, is no, it? It's, it's very kinda, it's fuzzy. A, it's a fuzzy jacket. Yeah, she's back from Pittsburgh. The uh, Steelers <laughs> played the Packers, and yes, I am a, a big Packers fan. My wife is a Wisconsin native. It was a good game, Sue. Did you have fun in Pittsburgh at the game. It was fantastic. Yes, I did. Thank you for asking. Weather looked spectacular, right? It really was. And it was, you know, probably about 50, light breeze, beautiful day at the stadium. I thought, this is great. We're going to sit in the sunshine. Nope, we were in the shade. Oh, no, because so, you could see the yeah, sun on the uh, screen. And it was beautiful, And uh, but we were in the shade. And, of course, beggars could not. Uh, listen, I was just happy to be there. Don't get me wrong. So you had, you had said, I think, before the trip that you had never been to uh, that stadium, right? I haven't. This yeah. was my first time I've been a Steelers fan since I was a little kid. Can you refresh our memories on the con- the connection that you had? Because oh, yeah. there's a Mizzou connection to all this with Marcus Golden, who now plays for the Steelers. Marcus Golden's mother is in a building next to Michael's uh, office that he owns. And Marcus Golden wants to buy his building. And Michael said, yeah, sure, eventually he can do that. But when he was talking to Marcus Golden about the building, Mar- he said, hey, wh- who are you playing for this year? And Marcus said, oh, the Steelers. And Michael said, what? <laughs> yeah. My right? girlfriend, Susan, loves the Steelers. He's never been. Marcus Golden said, I got you. And he sent us to the game on the tickets, and it was the best experience ever. Now, what I remember, though, from last week is that you were, you you know, you always, yeah, the tickets are going to be there, but you weren't <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. completely buttoned guys, up on whether I the tickets got, I were coming. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I got you. Tenuous. Explain if this is some sort of male thing. Like, women, I would have asked months in advance you know how how can i be how can i how can i get it when how can i help you and pick these up or is it an app we did not ask until saturday the day before the game how we got the tickets and he said oh i'll, I'll, I'll. it was just a link and he emailed the link oh so it was just but like it digital was tickets. all up right. to the very and right. i just but i i listen. think that i i don't know if it's a male thing i i likely would have let it lag but i don't think i would have taken off for pittsburgh yeah. without knowing that i had listen, the tickets that's the part where i would have probably I totally differed. get that but he said uh, before he did text him before michael texted marcus golden and said okay we're gonna head off to pittsburgh and he said nope i got you it's all good so that's there awesome. was a double that check that is really cool though i'm glad you but had a good how time. nice of a guy to do that and it was a beautiful Sunday, wasn't it? Oh, it was gorgeous, Fred. We were sitting in the shade instead of the sunshine, a 
but it was still just beautiful. And there was a cheese head in front of me in honor of Mark. <laughs> Literally a cheese head. Now, you, we, we highlighted this a little bit on Monday at the end of that game. I missed it because I, I was kind of falling asleep toward the end of the game. And as soon as there was the you know late interception, I turned it off. But there was a little brawl at the end. Were you in the stadium when that happened of or not? Of course not. My feet got cold <laughs> at about the third quarter. And uh, if you wait too long, as Fred will attest, was it you, Fred? If you wait too long to get an Uber... You could forget about oh, it. Oh, I know. By a stadium. Oh, yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, we uh, probably were in the Uber at the time, and I heard about it uh, later. Yeah, that, that becomes a bit of an issue. Uh, you know, I, and I like Ubers, especially to events like that, because it seems to simplify the parking issue, but then getting out of there is another question altogether, Yeah, right? if you don't go early, and there's dynamic pricing, so you could just watch it go up, up, right. up, up, yeah. up, 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 <laughs> if you not... think, ooh, I get there. Well, you were missed, Sue. We did well, miss you. you. Um, nice. Fred, I don't know if you know this, he loves doing Sue's News. I mean, there's nothing probably that <laughs> thrills him more than when he hears that you're gone and he gets to do Sue's News. But he does a good job. I knocked them all out of the park. Right. We, we did nice. have, Thanks, Fred. I, I had it. Let me see if I can find this email. This I think you'll like this because I got forwarded an email the other day, and it was about you, Sue. So I oh, think probably. Huh? No, no, like in a, in, in a good oh, in way. Oh, a good yeah, way. Yeah, when will right. Sue be back? Enough <laughs> no, of Fred. No, no, no. No, it had nothing to do with you. Oh, okay. It, um, it, it had to do with traffic. It said... Here, this, this is good. I, and I think this sums up a lot without saying anything more. I think it speaks volumes. I am not a commuter, but I always listen to Sue Thomas's traffic reports. Sorry, I kind of paused after Sue. That was weird, but I liked okay. it. <clears throat> Take two. I'm not a commuter, but I always listen to Sue Thomas's traffic reports. And he actually put the apostrophe in the right position. Which oh, I'm that's they nice. make me feel assured that everything will be okay. The only thing comparable is Baroque music, like um, Johann Sebastian Bach, which assures me that there is an order to the universe. Aww. And I appreciate that. I think that this. That's um, nice. I don't know if I have a name to that. Um, John. Thank you, Thanks, John. John. That's really nice. And I. I think what John was saying is that the traffic is different when you're not here. I'll just leave it at that, Sue. Okay. One thing I said yesterday, I I had to get on the road. You've missed a lot here in the last few days. Uh (laughs) Actually, we've got a lot to catch up on. But I had to get on the road to go to O'Fallon, Illinois yesterday. So I get on 270 at 44 at about 11.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many people on the road. So now I kind of know why at 3 o'clock at this time you're already reporting on all the jams on 270 and some of the stuff that's happening. So uh, I can appreciate that for sure. All right, let's get going here. we got a lot to cover, and we're all whole at least for a few days. I know Fred's going to take off the day before Thanksgiving. We're trying to get uh, George Gray to come in next Wednesday, though, because he's going to be in town to see Mama May. George, of course, from The Price is Right, he does this little feature on this show called The Price is Wrong, Mark, and I think we're going to lock him down for next Friday. By the way, a roundtable tomorrow. Jane will be here, State Representative Steve Butts, State Senator Nick Shore. Of course, we'll have Paul Hall in entertainment and uh, Kusumano as well. Hey, I'm going to, I'm just going to start with something here. I'm going to do this. This Festus thing is kind of confusing to me, so I'm going (laughs) to... Just ask a question. So every once in a while, it's um, it's necessary to go to the audience to get a question answered, right? So I'm just going to get a question answered right now. And I don't even know. I'm going to kind of maybe do this as a, as a quiz for you, too. So my wife was down in Festus yesterday, right? Okay. Down 55. Yeah. And she comes back and she goes, you know, I'm a Mizzou alum. She, she's a big Mizzou fan because she's been with me for 20 years. We go to the game. She's got her Mizzou gear. She knows the logo, right? She goes, hey, does Mizzou have like a a satellite campus down in Festus? I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Well, I saw there were signs and it. It had like the Mizzou logo. I'm like, I don't know, maybe they do. So we started searching for it and it's the, uh, the Festus R6 school district. 
And they have a high school, middle school. I guess they have elementary schools as well. I went to their website. And do you notice anything about the top of their website there, if you just kind of look at the Festus R6 website? That is the actual Mizzou logo, it is, is the it not? actual Mizzou yeah. logo oh on the top. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, we, we were looking, because I swear, because I, well, you guys know this. The audience probably knows this, too. But I don't ever want to be wrong. And, and you know I've been wrong like three or four times. I've made that. Like yeah, I was wrong about Travis and, and, you know, Taylor and all that. But- I'm I'm thinking in my mind because I'm you know now nah, there's no way that's and I pull up the Mizzou logo I'm like it's got to be nope it's exactly the oh same oh my gosh so they if, cut if, and pasted it well there this is my question for the audience oh, okay dear. and and we don't have to take calls on the air on this but I'll I'll open up the phone lines Fred can you tell Abby if she yep, can take a ready. call uh, 241-9797, 314-241-9797, or you can always hit me on the X or email here Mark dot Reardon at Odyssey dot com right how is that possible i mean there, there's why are they using the mizzou logo at festus r6 can somebody answer that question are they the tigers nobody else cares about this but i'm fascinated by it and i don't understand it yeah i think they are the tigers well, well i guess that I only makes so. sense but you would have to have thank you you know these are the types of things that get lawyers involved to say you know <laughs> cease and desist right so we'll see if we get it wait we got calls hey tell tell abby if if she gets someone fred that might be good, I'll put them on the air. All right. How does that sound? While she answers a couple of calls, I'll tell you what's coming up here. Rodney Davis is going to join us, former Illinois congressman. They passed the CR bill in the House and the Senate this week. You still have people complaining about, boy, I tell you what, listen to Chip Roy. Chip Roy down in Texas, he's not happy. I didn't come here to have the Speaker of the House assume the position and in 17 days pass a continuing resolution. I want my Republican colleagues to give me one thing, one, that I can go campaign on and say we did. One. Well, that's an interesting question. So we'll see if former Congressman Davis can tackle that. Sue, one of the stories uh, of the week is the freeway fire in Los Angeles that shut down the 10. Are you dialed into that? No, oh, I don't know underneath, underneath the um, the 10 freeway in a location, they had a bunch of pallets that were stored and Homeless encampments that sort of surrounded them. There was some propane that was being used either for heaters or for food, and there was a big fire that started. They think it was arson, and uh, it shut down a major highway. So think about, yeah, this would be like 44, 55, 270 being shut down. And by the way, in an area that is populated, you know, five times as much. And Gavin Newsom yesterday said it was going to be probably um, three to five weeks. Three to five weeks. Till so, they reopen it? Yes. Oh, my gosh. See, that's a traffic reporter's delight. Isn't oh, it? my gosh. Well, I, kind of in a perverse way. I, I, know I can't even imagine. Saying, so Fred. Brian Ping is a St. Louis native. He's he's a good friend of the show. He's an anchor for KNX Radio in Los Angeles. He's going to join us and oh. kind of give us the update on that. So we didn't get a, the answer to my question. Nobody knew. <laughs> they wanted to call about like Trump or Biden or something, right? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm fa- I'm so confused by it. I think if I don't get a listener to respond to this, then we'll... Um, We'll send an email to Festus R6, and we'll see how they're stealing the Mizzou Tigers logo. Uh, Sue is back with Sue's News this afternoon. Go figure. We're even going to get a visit from Mark Cox this afternoon. He's got a pretty cool first responder event coming up. Um, Our friend Josh Crossauer, who is an Axios contributor, and he's with the Jewish Light now as well. He's got some very good thoughts on Israel and everything that's happening around there. We have a representative of Parents Defending Education. And um, Joanna Stern, who wrote a piece in the Wall Street Journal, she'll come on at 525. This is fascinating. Sue, I think you'll like this one. It's I visited over 120 EV chargers 
Three reasons why so many were broken. So even if you have an ED. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so we'll get to that in the uh, next hour. Let me start here just a little bit with what happened yesterday and what, what's happening right now with the protests. And now I was just looking up at the screen. Fred, have you seen that in Boston you got um, a highway that shut down with uh, Palestinian protesters? I just saw right. that. And then in San Francisco, was that also a protest? Because they were on the Golden Gate Bridge and people stopped their cars and they threw their keys over yeah, the bridge. It was a protest. Was that over? Yeah, it was a protest. Was it climate change or Palestinian? Because uh-huh. it's it's one or the other is my right. guess, right? Yeah, so, that's a good guess. But last night or yesterday, we had this incredible um, you know, event in Washington, D.C. on the National Mall with Fred. Did you ever hear how many people were there? Um, when how oh, many protesters? I, heard, I think I heard Fox News say 300,000. Oh, and I believe it because it looked like there were 300,000. Well, then the Palestinian protesters went out to the DNC headquarters. The folks in that building tonight, the folks in Democratic leadership have not been listening to the 80% of us from our diverse communities that support a ceasefire and to stop this genocide of Palestinians. Um, and instead of being met, with leaders engaging with us um, instead of being met again our peaceful protest we were met by police yeah here's another one here we're outside the dnc we're outside the democratic party headquarters because this party claims to be on the side of life and peace and equality and we're saying that we want them to live up to their values and oppose this horrific war and call for a ceasefire now you know one of the things that the protesters don't really have a concept of is that there was a ceasefire and you know when that ceasefire ended? On October 7th. That's because right. on October 6th, there was a ceasefire. And you know, I know I've mentioned this a couple of times, but last night's episode was really impactful. I'm finishing up Band of Brothers. Third time I've probably watched it. It went to Netflix about three or four weeks ago. And the second to last episode, which I think is maybe the eighth or the ninth, is when you know you have Easy Company, uh, the 101st Airborne. The story starts when they land, well, it's D-Day, but they're way off their mark in, in France, and they go all through France and Belgium, and they eventually end up in Germany. And they think they're going to drop into Berlin, but that gets kind of thrown off, I think, because Hitler, uh, Hitler kills himself. But you, you sort of forget, and I even forgot, re-watching Band of Brothers, that the soldiers that are in the trenches, that are fighting the Battle of the Bulge, you know, Bastion, all these things, they didn't know what was happening with the Jews. So they... At one point, roll into Germany. They're in this little German town. I forgot the name of it. And they send a patrol out to see, you know, what's up ahead and, and what's left. Yeah. At this point, the war is pretty much over, right? Um, not completely because Japan, the war in Germany is in Europe is over because you still have Japan and Hiroshima didn't occur till later in 1945. This is in the spring, right around April uh, 11th, 12th, 13th. I think Hitler died on the 13th of 1945. And the patrol comes back and says, uh, you got to see this. And they roll up on a concentration camp. And you have all these, you know, Jewish inmates, prisoners that are starving. They, they can barely walk. There's dead people everywhere. The stench is just unbelievable. And as they point out later in that episode, that's not even the worst. That wasn't even the worst of it. And they didn't know about the ovens and all oh. of the other things. So you think about that, and, and it's hard for me not to think about all these things in the context of what's happening right now in this country and around the world yeah. with the total lack of understanding that these little punk kids and the people that are protesting for Hamas, I mean— there's no way you can convince me that they're just anti-war protesters, that they're talking about, no. you know, they're not talking about both sides. They're not. No. They just care about the one side. Now, one thing that's been revealed 
I think, extremely well here in the last couple of days. And we'll see how much the legacy media pushes back as the IDF showed the media the hospital and what was happening at the hospital. Good. It, it's Hamas headquarters. It's not, you know, this is not just a regular hospital. Trey Yinks from Fox. In the dark of night, flanked by Israeli special forces, Follow me. we move quickly into Gaza's Al-Shifa hospital. You can hear the Israelis are engaged in gun battles here with Hamas. Down a hallway in the radiology department, soldiers point to piles of weapons and Hamas booklets as evidence the building was used for military purposes. Yeah, it's not just IVs and you, you right. know, syringes, right? This bag is from the MRI center. All of this here was taken there, was found there, and we're bringing it out for processing. That's why we didn't leave it there. Handwritten notes and a computer where we found pictures and video of hostages and of Hamas combatants that are being uh, interrogated. Jonathan, just on, on these, you said you found names of, of hostages. hostages. Pictures of hostages and what appears to be, an, like, at a very quick glance, files of hostages. Yeah, that's amazing. The State Department came out today very forcefully backing up those reports. I have this disgusting story about a New York Times contributor that didn't even know that Hamas was running the government what? in... Gaza. Yeah, it, it's amazing some of the things that are being revealed. Anyway, we're off and running. Former Congressman Davis is coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I should also mention that ticket sales have been red hot for the Kill Mead visit coming up two weeks from tomorrow. 
in Eureka. If you'd like to buy tickets, we're going to have a sellout. You can go to 971talk.com slash events. It's going to be a lot of fun. Brian will be there with his new book. We'll have the whole team from 97.1 FM Talk there, and it's going to be a magical evening. We had a great time last year at the MAC, so this is going to be a little bit of a repeat of that, and we would love to have you in Eureka in two weeks on Friday, December 1st. Again, 971talk.com slash events. Former, uh, wait a second, I almost tagged him as a Missouri congressman. Whoa, slow down. Former Illinois congressman, Rodney Davis. I apologize for that. You'd probably still be in office if you're in Missouri, by the way, just so you know. Uh, there goes your listenership, man. <laughs> everybody on the everybody on the west side of the river is now going to be like, all right, he's not one of us. Hey, I spent a lot of time in uh, in Illinois in the last couple of days because I was securing a, a vehicle for a total vehicle in in O'Fallon at New Bold Toyota. So I want to give a shout really? out to them. Yeah, so I've been I've been in the state of Illinois a couple of times. I hadn't been there in a while. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing very well, Mark. I'm enjoying my last week here at Harvard University where my fellowship with the Institute of Politics is coming to an end. Yeah, so how has that been? What's that experience been like? You know, Scott Jennings uh, has been a guest for many years. He's done some of these things at Harvard as well. I mean, this is a unique time to be on a campus like that. What have you What have you experienced? You know, it really is, Mark. Um, you know, it's been interesting because the campus is, is a very small footprint, and you don't see a lot of the action that gets reported because they're small instances. You know, there's smaller groups of students and or community members that will do what they can to get attention at that time, uh, but it's not ubiquitous. And frankly, I've been very pleasantly surprised by Harvard's willingness uh, at the student level and even at the faculty level to hear differing opinions. And you know me, I'm certainly giving them some different opinions here at Harvard. Do you get a lot of pushback, though, from from some of the students when they ask questions? I had Josh Hammer in yesterday from uh, Newsweek. He's a a young intellectual thinker, conservative thinker. I don't know if you know Josh at all. He was doing some stuff with the Federalist Society. Um, But he says, you know, when he does these events, he was at Wash U and SLU. There's there's some respectful pushback, nothing that got too crazy. But do you get that? It's it's, no, I don't I don't get uh, disrespectful pushback. And frankly, and I don't know if there's a difference between being an elected official or, or mm, in my yeah. case, not anymore. But I got a lot more pushback and a lot more rage and a lot more just disrespectful interactions on the campuses that I used to serve in some cases Ooh, that's that I have here at Harvard. Yeah, that's interesting. All right. So they pass the CR both in the House and the Senate. Here's Chuck Schumer. I didn't come here to have the Speaker of the House. That is not Chuck Schumer. That's Chip Roy. I'll play that in a second. The Republican-led House needed Democratic votes to avoid a shutdown. And I was pleased to see that the Speaker was willing to work with Democrats and resisted the siren song of the hard right in the House. All right, so I I played this a little earlier, but I'll I'll play it now since I already teased it here. Chip Roy from Texas. I didn't come here to have the Speaker of the House assume the position and in 17 days pass a continuing resolution. I want my Republican colleagues to give me one thing, one, that I can go campaign on and say we did. One. Uh, on that question, how would you answer that question? I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not for all the ex- obstructionist stuff that's been going on, but does he not raise a valid point there? Oh, I mean, come on. There, there are plenty of things every member of Congress is doing on a daily basis that doesn't have anything to do with government funding, doesn't have anything to do with the speaker's race, doesn't have anything to do with the issues that are being debated in the national news media every day that they can go back home 
and talk to their voters about them doing their job, benefiting their own constituents. And and if I was still in Congress, I would have jokingly walked next to Chip when we were probably going to vote one day, and I would have started just laying out, I think I could go campaign on this. I think I can go campaign on that. But Chip, Chip's a great guy. He's a friend. Um, we agree on a lot of issues, more issues than what, what we disagree on. But you got to know Chip is a performance artist. He goes down after big votes like this, and he makes statements uh, during the time that he can that he knows will get the press. And understand, he was chief of staff to Senator Cruz when Senator Cruz took us down that great pathway in 2013 of thinking President Obama was going to disregard his signature legislation. And instead of actually making sure the nation paid attention to the terrible rollout of Obamacare, the nation was paying attention to Republicans not getting out of a shutdown at the same time. So, you're, by, by the way, you're, you're saying that you would not have walked by Congressman Roy and kidney punched him? <clears throat> no, 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 no. I, I, I actually... Sue might not know that story. Sue, do you know that story? No. Okay, I so she's, she's, that she's been already. gone. So what I, happened is McCarthy walks by this it. guy from Tennessee, Burchett, the other day. He's doing an interview with an NPR reporter, and Burchett says, and the NPR reporter confirms it, that he basically kidney punched him and walked <laughs> What? Walked away. Yeah, so that's that what that's what that's in reference to. Thank you. Uh, it's entertaining, Rodney, right? Uh, look, I, I I will tell you, I probably did worse to some of my colleagues, and jokingly, right. right now the tensions are high. The tensions are very high right now. There's a personal beef between Tim and Kevin because Tim voted to oust Kevin. So you don't know. I, I never saw Kevin McCarthy not. I never saw Kevin McCarthy seriously do anything like that to anyone. Um, but I wasn't there. I'm not going to argue with Tim's perception, but I think it's more personal. And if I was still there, I would have done my best to sit both of them down in a room and say, come on. Yeah. You guys were friends before this. You can be friends after this. So maybe address the issue of what, what is going to happen next or what the possibilities are. You know, we, we talked, you and I talked, I talked with a lot of people. We agreed. I think a lot of people agreed when Mike Johnson gets elected the speaker, there's not going to be a whole lot of difference here between what he puts together for a continuing resolution and what Kevin McCarthy would have. So now you have another CR. It gets you a little time into next year. And the effort seems to be pointed toward getting back to what is referred to as regular order on these appropriation bills. Is that maybe explain that, Rodney, just a little bit. And is that something that you think is possible into next year or not? No, it's not possible, unfortunately. It should be. Yeah, because of the numbers. And and here's the irony, Mark. The Freedom Caucus folks, I'll I'll just generally say most Freedom Caucus members will stand up and tell the world how much they want regular order, how much they want the House to pass 12 individual appropriations bills that hasn't been done since the early 90s. And they will say, this is what we really need. But then when the time comes to put those bills onto the floor, they are never perfect enough for some of my former colleagues, and they will never vote for them. I used to make it kind of a, it wasn't really a joke, it was a statement but I would laugh when I said it. I stood there and watched many of my colleagues who had never voted for a single appropriation bill vote for $2 trillion in spending in one vote 
with the CARES Act during the pandemic. Well, I know. And, and that that's where I like to call out some of the hypocrisy, too, because this stuff should be remembered. And, and a lot of times it's not thrown in there. Um, and when it comes to the way that Mike Johnson's handling this, though, in particular, obviously he needed Democrat votes. You don't want a government shutdown, Rodney. I think that that's been clear. And, you know, right. when you have that distraction, you also have the not that it's not important to the people who aren't getting paid and, and all that stuff. But then you have Republicans that are going to take a hit politically because they'll get the blame, whether they earn the blame or not not whether they deserve the blame they're going to get the blame and the democrats know that they do and 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 i've been through numerous ones and and not a single time of republicans won the shutdown we've come close once but even then it was half and half blame but but keep in mind government shutdowns don't shut the government down it only shuts down the portions of government that people see 75% of government funding continues to go out through the Department of Treasury. So in the end, it costs more to reopen government after these shutdowns because people end up getting back pay. It costs to shut the government down. It costs to send people back home instead of out in their workplace. If they're surveyors for the Department of Commerce, for example, or transportation, and then when they get sent back to their work site, it costs taxpayers more, which is what is so frustrating to me because so many of my colleagues who advocate for government shutdown feign that they are fiscally conservative when they're actually costing more. Well, and I think that's an important point personally. And, you know, I think it should be discussed a little bit more often. Former Illinois Congressman Rodney Davis with us this afternoon. I've got to run to another uh, segment here. It's great to have you on. You have an awesome Thanksgiving if we don't speak before that. I can't remember. How did the Braves do in the World Series? I, I just I lost track of that. Can you? Well, you know, they it was a little bit better than the Cardinals because they made the playoffs. But happy but you're breaking up. You're breaking the up. Raiders, suck. OK, there we go. I had to end on that note. Thank you, Rodney. After the end of a good fight. You deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of Sue's News with, I know this is weird, Sue herself in the next hour here on 97.1 FM Talk. Fred's been doing a great job pinch hitting. So you were unfamiliar. It's interesting. You know, I I do the same thing. I uh, take some days off and then you don't pay attention to the news cycle as much. And yeah, they had this situation in Los Angeles, these fires that have shut down the 10 freeway. Here's the governor, Gavin Newsom. Estimate currently is three to five weeks. We're going to do everything in our power to move that uh, into more immediate future. This is a big deal. Uh, Brian Ping, St. Louis native, he's a news anchor for KNX Radio in Los Angeles, joins us this afternoon. Mr. Ping, how are you? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? How are you surviving out there with a major freeway closure like this? Thankfully, we got more of them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the traffic is always <laughs> the, the traffic is always pretty bad. 
around here. We're just having to find creative ways to get around it. But, yeah, it is adding quite a bit of time. Uh, to a lot of people's commutes, and uh, it's the last thing that we need. Well, you know, they call it, I remember, Sue, you might remember this, when they shut down, there was a lot of uh, controversy, Brian, I don't know how much you were dialed into this, this probably goes back 10, 12 years, when they were redoing Highway 40, you know, by the zoo, and they oh, shut yeah. down two different stretches of Highway 40. Yes, I do. And it mm-hmm. seemed and it seemed like, wait a second, how are we going to survive? And the term, and I learned this term in Milwaukee, is traffic mitigation, where people do figure out different ways they do. to get around because they're forced to do it. So, I guess if you're forced to do it out there, but you're talking about oh. volume of traffic in Los Angeles that's 10 times more than St. Louis. Well, and this was unplanned, too. I mean, nobody uh, could see this coming. I mean, we've had incidents where you close a freeway like they did with 40 uh, for an extended period of time, maybe several days or longer, but Caltrans gave us a heads up. So we were able to plan our way around it and do what we had to do, but it's really kind of caught us off guard. I actually you know, drive home late at night from my evening shift at uh, KNX. I use that freeway, or I did, and I saw what looked like, you know, some kind of, you know, car or building fire off to the side. And I think probably about 20 minutes later, the whole thing shut down. Oh, I wow. got home and logged on and just saw how bad it was. It was right there in the middle of the night. Uh, but, yeah, it was just really awful. But the good news is they're not going to have to demo this freeway. They say that the support structures are going to hold because this is a – long stretch of elevated uh, freeway. I, I suppose, I mean, if I had to compare it with anything in, in St. Louis, maybe uh, that, that stretch uh, 55 through East St. Louis, you know, how it's kind of uh, the, the big elevated roadway just uh, east of downtown. It's kind of something like that. So and there's all this storage that happens underneath it. And I sometimes, because of detours, I have to drive the surface streets down around there. And a lot of it's a real mess. and It's not taken care of. And that's the big controversy. Who was responsible? Was it the, the state? Was it the, uh, the owners of the land? And it's uh, it's going to take a while to figure out. Well, it was also a homeless encampment, though. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. Hey, Brian, it's Sue. Uh, so it's really not the freeway itself. It's the structure that holds it up underneath it. And that's what they're yeah, having to redo? That, that, that's what they're uh, concerned about mostly. There's also some damage to the, the freeway deck itself because, I mean, these, these flames just climbed. So. Uh, but the good news is, after some inspection, they have determined that there's a, a three to five week window. We'll, you know, hold them to that. We'll see if if that holds. But uh, it could have been worse, is basically what they're saying. So, what is like? I, I don't know if you you have an easy way to gauge the reaction, but what what is the reaction out there to that? As far as just uh, yeah, how this all could have happened, or who takes responsibility, or how we're getting around it, or, or just all the above. Yeah, just like well, maybe all of the above, but from commuters in particular who are like, wait a second, how do I? Get, right. You know, they're already stuck in two-hour traffic. Now it's three-hour traffic. Yeah, uh, there are a couple suitable detours, but of course those detour routes get jammed, and they were pretty busy to begin with. It's just a whole lot of planning. You know, the the mayor's been out touting, you know, riding. Uh, the metro and public transit, but people kind of have their qualms about that because especially during COVID, uh, it's not very well patrolled and people didn't feel that they were safe on there. Uh, So, yeah, it's all about now that we've had about a week to deal with this. I've been noticing on my commute, some people are filling in some of the more unused roads. Some people are actually going down to the surface streets, driving through neighborhoods. The mayor's like, cut that out because, (laughs) you know, it wasn't designed for that to go through neighborhoods. So, yeah, people are trying to find ways around it, and uh, not not ideal. 
Yeah, taking it, you know, I don't know, I'm sure you experience this uh, a lot more than I have, but when I've been in L.A. trying to get an Uber, the Uber drivers get very creative sometimes because oh, they, they have to. You know, if they see things that are blocked up, they try to get through the side streets. And I've been amazed at some of the uh, creativity that I've seen yeah. with Uber drivers in Los Angeles. Yeah, that could be a real issue, too, because uh, before Uber, you know, have this uh, issue where you know, people who live in normally quiet neighborhoods that happen to be near a freeway had to deal with all this traffic going in town. That's become uh, a, a problem for them. And, you know, they, they've raised this uh, this issue as far as the noise and increased traffic on these surface streets. But you're right, Mark. I mean, they're always trying to find ways around uh, the constantly bad traffic situation here, and that's not going to change. How else is uh, everything else out there? Are you going to make it home, by the way, to St. Louis for Thanksgiving? Uh, around Christmas, that's usually okay. the uh, the tradition. So I guess uh, spent Thanksgiving out here. We actually got some rain, which was nice. Uh, it's an El Nino year, so we'll probably get another wet winter. Uh, I could, yeah, we could use it because, uh, yeah, what was us all the sun that we get? But yeah, the our uh, yards and gardens could sure use Look, the. We're, uh, we're in a bad drought here. It's supposed, it's supposed to rain tomorrow, and Sue, you were telling me what it hasn't even rained in November at all, right? Yeah, the meteorologists this morning were saying we have had no measurable rain in November. We really need it. That is stunning. Yeah, because yeah, you're usually around this, uh, this time of year, October, November is kind of when you start to feel that fall chill and you get the. Uh, the rain there that's that's uncommon i've been talking with my folks about that and they've been noting that too yeah it's been a little bit too dry uh most of this year all right mr brian pink thanks for the update here this afternoon you have a great thanksgiving and maybe we'll see you around christmas time if you get any extra time come see us here at 97.1 fm talk brian thank you sounds good mark right. happy thanksgiving take care we will um <clears throat> excuse me we'll wrap up this hour we'll come back after the top of the hour i got a couple of things that i want to Kind of touch on at uh, 407. And then Sue will be here. Oh, you know what's going to happen after 4? I should mention this. Mark Cox is going to join us about the first responder spotlight. Sue has oh, Sue's news. And then Josh Crosshour. Josh, I have not spoken to Josh since October 7th. He is one of the best political reporters in all of Washington, D.C. He's built that reputation. You see him on Fox sometimes. But he's also currently the editor-in-chief of the Jewish Insiders. So his faith is very important to him. I know that these moments and what he's covering right now with um, the conflict, the war in Israel with um, with Hamas is something that, that he takes more personally, certainly than a lot of people for obvious reasons. So we'll get his uh, take not only on what happened with the CR and the Speaker's race, Joe Manchin, the latest presidential numbers, um, all of those things, but also on the, uh, the situation with Israel as well. Uh, Michelle Exner is going to join us a little later in the show. Michelle is with the group Parents Defending Education. We talk about these issues every once in a while. They are investigating some topics that I think are pretty suitable to the show because these are themes that pop up. They find gender and sexuality alliance clubs are popping up in schools across the country and maybe doing a little bit more than their traditional role of a social club. So we'll get into that in the 5 o'clock hour, plus, of course, an audio cut of the day coming up and more. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 